The bottom line when it comes to sleep and weight gain is that restricting your sleep impacts your ability to control your hunger and this forces you to put on weight. In one study referenced in the book, they estimated that restricting your sleep for one full year increases your caloric intake by 70,000 extra calories resulting in 10 to 15 pounds of weight gain. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name's Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing why we sleep, unlocking the power of sleep and dream. The author of this fantastic book is Matthew Walker, and the book was published in 2012. I want to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with Melatonin Matters, Are You Sleep Deprived? Amazing Breakthrough, Less Sleep, More Pounds, Take It to Heart, iPad versus Sleep, Beware of the snooze button and finish it off with the sleep epidemic. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, ultimately, asking why we sleep was the wrong question. It implied that there was a single function, one holy grail of a reason that we slept and went in search of it. This book will reveal a very different truth. Sleep is infinitely more complex, profoundly more interesting, and strikingly health-relevant. We sleep for a rich litany of functions, abundant constellation of nighttime benefits that service both our brains and our bodies. There does not seem to be one major organ within the body or process within the brain that isn't optimally enhanced by sleep and detrimentally impaired when we don't get enough. A balanced diet and exercise are of vital importance, yes, but we now see sleep as a preeminent force in this healthy trinity. The physical and mental impairments caused by one night of bad sleep dwarf those caused by equivalent absence of food and exercise, end quote. You probably are getting less sleep than you require. Most people are chronically sleep deprived and they don't even know it. And the long-term consequences are severe. If you want to be less productive and increase your risk of a host of diseases, then sacrificing your sleep is the best way to achieve it. I have now read a number of books on sleep. This one by Matthew Walker is now at the top of my list. It explores the science underpinning our need for sleep. If you are one of those people who quickly sacrifices a good night's sleep to watch a late night movie or to get in some extra work, then I highly recommend you read this book. I think this book will clearly demonstrate that sleep is not overrated. It may very well be the single most important thing you can do for your health. Insight number one. Melatonin matters. Quote, Melatonin acts like a powerful bullhorn, shouting out a clear message to the brain and the body. It's dark, it's dark. At this moment, we have been served a writ of nighttime, and with it, a biological command for the timing of sleep onset. Melatonin has little influence on the generation of sleep itself, a mistaken assumption that many people hold. To make clear this distinction, think of sleep as the Olympic 100-meter race. Melatonin is the voice of the timing official that says, runners, on your mark, and then fires the starting pistol that triggers the race. That timing official, melatonin, governs when the race sleep begins, but does not participate in the race. 
In this analogy, the sprinters themselves are other brain regions and processes that actively generate sleep. Melatonin simply provides the official instruction to commence the event of sleep, but does not participate in the sleep race itself, end quote. I love that analogy to clearly demonstrate the role melatonin plays in sleep. It simply advises everyone to get to the starting block as it's time to go to sleep. Melatonin is so important to our sleep, yet many of us jeopardize its release by messing with the dark signals the brain is looking for. One of the ways to delay the release of melatonin is to expose your eyes to the blue light emitted from your digital devices. The light is essentially telling the brain, don't secrete melatonin, it's not time to sleep. In recent years, it's no secret that the number one obstacle to getting a good night of sleep is using your technology right before you go to bed. One of the greatest lessons I learned through the Optimized Coach program was to establish a digital sunset. Turn out the bright lights, shut down all devices at least 30 to 60 minutes before you go to bed. Insight number two, are you sleep deprived? Quote, with chronic sleep restriction over months or years, an individual will actually acclimate to their impaired performance, lower alertness, and reduced energy level. That low-level exhaustion becomes the accepted norm or baseline. Based on epidemiological studies of average sleep time, millions of individuals unwittingly spend years of their life in a suboptimal state of psychological and physiological functioning, never maximizing their potential of mind or body due to their blind persistence in sleeping too little, end quote. The bottom line here, you cannot and will not be your best self if you continue to sacrifice your sleep. If you fail to recognize that you're most likely sleep deprived and don't start making sleep a priority, you run the risk of making your current state your new baseline. And this new baseline is not allowing you to express the best version of you. Quote, you do not know how sleep deprived you are when you are sleep deprived, end quote. If you operate on less than five hours of sleep, your risk of a car crash increased threefold. With less than four hours of sleep, your chances of an accident increased by 11.5 times. The number of people who can survive on five hours of sleep or less without any impairment expressed as a percentage of the population and rounded to a whole number is zero. It is far, far more likely that you'll be struck by lightning. The lifetime odds of that being 1 in 12,000, than being truly capable of surviving on insufficient sleep thanks to a rare gene, end quote. In Sleep for Success, author James B. Moss puts it this way, quote, You are sleep-deprived if you're not meeting your personal sleep need, which for most adults is between 7.5 and 9 hours per night. You should feel energetic, wide awake, and alert all day, without a significant midday drop in alertness, end quote. Perhaps prior to listening to this episode of the podcast, you didn't value or understand the importance of sleep. I was certainly in the sleep is overrated club for years. However, now you know. What small change could you make today that would support you in getting a better night's sleep? Insight number three, amazing breakthrough. Quote, scientists have discovered a revolutionary new treatment that makes you live longer. It enhances your memory and makes you more creative. It makes you look more attractive. It keeps you slim and lowers food cravings. It protects you from cancer and dementia. It wards off colds and the flu. It lowers your risk of heart attacks and stroke, not to mention diabetes. You'll even feel happier, less depressed, and less anxious. Are you interested? End quote. I don't know about you, but if someone came to me with that sales pitch, 
I'd be willing to fork over some of my hard-earned money to pay for that pill. The best part is that this isn't a drug. It's describing the benefits of a full night's sleep. No prescription required. This health-altering solution is free. Sleep is the foundation for good health. Diet and exercise won't have the same impact if you don't focus on your foundation, better sleep. No part of health can escape the harmful effects of poor sleep. Quote, the shorter you sleep, the shorter your life. The leading cause of disease and death in developed nations, diseases that are crippling healthcare systems such as heart disease, obesity, dementia, diabetes, and cancer, all have recognized links to insufficient or disrupted sleep, end quote. Well, you don't have to tell me that twice. It's obvious sleep matters. Insight number four, less sleep, more pounds. Quote, when your sleep becomes short, you will gain weight. Multiple forces conspire to expand your waistline. The first concerns two hormones controlling appetite, leptin and ghrelin. Leptin signals a sense of feeling full. Ghrelin, in contrast, triggers a strong sensation of hunger. An imbalance of either one of those hormones can trigger increased eating and thus body weight. End quote. The bottom line when it comes to sleep and weight gain is that restricting your sleep impacts your ability to control your hunger and this forces you to put on weight. In one study referenced in the book, they estimated that restricting your sleep for one full year increases your caloric intake by 70,000 extra calories resulting in 10 to 15 pounds of weight gain. However, if you change your sleep habits and make it a foundation of your good health, you will be able to control and maintain your weight. Insight number five, take it to heart. When it comes to sleep and cardiovascular health, there is a global experiment in which billions of people are forced to reduce their sleep by one hour or less for a single night each year. It's called Daylight Savings Time. In the Northern Hemisphere, the switch to Daylight Savings Time in March results in most people losing an hour of sleep opportunity. Should you tabulate millions of daily hospital records, as researchers have done, you discover that this seemingly trivial sleep reduction comes with a frightening spike in heart attacks the following day. Impressively, it works both ways. In the autumn, within the Northern Hemisphere, when the clocks move forward and we gain an hour of sleep opportunity time, rates of heart attacks plummet the day after. End quote. The same type of spikes occur in traffic accidents when we turn the clock back an hour. If that doesn't demonstrate the vital importance of a good night's sleep, I don't know what will. Changing the clocks twice a year is intended to save energy but there is growing consensus that the change comes at the cost of human lives each and every year. Insight number six, iPad and sleep. Quote, a recent survey of over 1,500 American adults found that 90% of individuals regularly use some form of portable electronics 60 minutes or less before bedtime. It has a very real impact on your melatonin release and thus ability to time the onset of sleep. One of the earliest studies found that using an iPad, an electronic tablet enriched with the blue LED light, for two hours prior to bed blocked the otherwise rising levels of melatonin by a significant 23%. It doesn't surprise me to hear that 90% of Americans are using iPads and other negative light emitting devices before bed and not realizing the negative impacts this is having on their sleep. In his great book, Sleep Smarter, author Sean Stevenson says, quote, this is likely the number one thing you can do to improve your sleep quality immediately. The artificial blue light emitted by electronic screens triggers your body to produce more daytime hormones, like cortisol, and disorient your body's natural preparation 
for sleep, end quote. Walker shares a study where they bring people into a lab and read a book on an iPad within a few hours of going to sleep. Next, have the same person read a printed book on a different night. The experimenters then measured the melatonin levels. Compared to reading a printed book, reading on an iPad suppressed melatonin release by over 50% at night. Indeed, iPad reading delayed the rise of melatonin by up to three hours, relative to the natural rising the same individuals experience when reading a printed book. When reading on the iPad, their melatonin peaked, and thus instruction to sleep did not occur until the early morning hours, rather than before midnight. Unsurprisingly, individuals took longer to fall asleep after iPad reading relative to print copy reading, end quote. One of the core fundamentals I learned in the Optimized Coach program was that our day actually begins the night before. Having an evening routine that doesn't include the blue light emitting TV, computers, or mobile devices is vital to those who want to get a good night's sleep. It is essential we not only prioritize sleep, but ensure that what we do in the hours prior to going to bed are not jeopardizing the quality of our sleep. As is highlighted throughout this book, poor quality sleep significantly impacts your health, and you will never show up as your best self if you don't start making it a priority today. Insight number seven, beware of the snooze button. Quote, most of us are unaware of another consequence of the alarm clock, the snooze button. The snooze feature means that you will repeatedly impose that cardiovascular spike again and again within a short period of time. Step and repeat this at least five days a week and you begin to understand the possible consequences to your heart and nervous system across a lifespan. Waking up at the same time of day, every day, no matter if it is the week or weekend, is a good recommendation for maintaining a stable sleep schedule if you are having difficulty with sleep, end quote. I have not used the snooze button in many, many years, but now I have a deeper appreciation for why I need to continue this practice. Did you know that regular use of the snooze button spikes your blood pressure and accelerates your heart rate? The same thing happens the first time the alarm goes off, because the alarm is telling your body it's time to begin your day. But then you hit the snooze button and your body tries to settle back down again. Due to the release of cortisol every time your nervous system is forced to re-engage with the alarm, prolonged use of the snooze button can lead to chronic inflammation, disease, and other health-related issues. My favorite way to avoid the snooze button is to give meaning to your mornings. Do something that matters first thing, so you look forward to getting up. Insight number eight, sleep epidemic. Quote, the silent sleep loss epidemic is the greatest public health challenge we face in the 21st century in developed nations. If we wish to avoid the suffocating effects of sleep neglect, the premature death it inflicts, and the sickening health it invites, a radical shift in our personal, cultural, professional, and societal appreciation of sleep must occur. I believe it is time to reclaim our right to a full night of sleep, without embarrassment or the damaging stigma of laziness. In doing so, we can be reunited with that most powerful elixir of wellness and vitality, dispensed through every conceivable biological pathway. Then we may remember what it feels like to be truly awake during the day, infused with the very deepest plentitude of being. That is a quick look at my favorite insights from this book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. It is the best book I've read on this subject, and I hope that one of these insights inspires you to make changes in your life today. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambeth. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, 
please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20 minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.